minutes until the bell. Stocks are in good shape for a monster rally. And Netflix is powering a good chunk of it in the consumer group. Hans Albrecht joins us from Horizon ETFs Management, Vice President, Portfolio Manager, and Options Strategist. Hans, you got a lot under your belt. Uh, let's talk about it step by step. First, Netflix. You guys like the stock? What do you think this big move today means? Yeah, I mean, you guys were talking about it earlier. Uh, Netflix, I think Netflix gets me a bit revved up. I'm excited about their upcoming uh, ad-supported service. I think they're going to take market share away from competitors. I think it's going to be pretty significant. Uh, and I think that even solves some of their password sharing issues because while they can't necessarily control uh, password use, they can certainly monetize those eyeballs uh, wherever they might be. So, you know, I, I think we can also start to, you know, look at them as as uh, having real pricing power. You know, they're, they're going to be able to price that ad space very aggressively for those marquee Super Bowl type releases, shows and movies. You take uh, a show like Squid Game 2, for example, uh, those first few episodes are going to come at a very large price. I love that pricing power. If you think about the data on viewing that they have and the inferences that they can make from that, they're going to be able to present real value uh, to advertisers who are going to pay top dollar uh, for those views, a little like Facebook pioneered years ago in terms of the targeted ads. So I think the market isn't yet pricing in this ad pivot. And, uh, you know, that lower price point uh, is and the ad service uh, version is going to entice those who cancel to come back. Uh, so, you know, in a recession, let's face it, everybody's got a few bucks for entertainment. Um, and uh, lastly, I would say that, you know, a lot of anal analysts sort of are on the, on the sidelines on this name uh, after that big dump earlier in the year. Uh, and I think there's room for a lot of those people to come back on board. Uh, and that's going to be a, a tailwind for the stocks, but particularly a name that I think it trades at a fairly reasonable valuation. I'm glad you brought up the analysts that uh, all uh, generally dropped uh, their hyper bullish targets as uh, it seems like that could steamroll now in the opposite direction like it did on the way down. Do you guys have a fair value in mind for Netflix, uh, a target uh, that makes sense? Uh, we're, we're looking at something post 300, um, okay. but uh, I would say, you know, I would say that it's looking really good. If you look at the relative strength of this stock, with given what the market's done in general over the last couple of weeks, it's been very impressive. So I think, I think you're seeing some uh, some strength underneath the hood with this name. Certainly, okay, yeah, outperforming quite a bit as markets went back down the lows. Netflix just keeps cruising back higher. So. Uh, what about uh, uh, Costco? Another one on your mind. Well, let's go there next, as it seems like this has been a very reliable uh, sort of pseudo safety trade for the most part, uh, and did though eventually cave. Uh, last couple weeks have been pretty rough, and uh, earnings put a little bit of a, a bid into it, um, but not enough to turn it back positive on the year. Uh, what do you think we're processing here right now? What hasn't been baked into Costco's strength? Yeah, I mean, this is one of my sort of holy grail recession basket picks. I really love uh, the model. They generate a lot of their revenue, most of their revenue from membership fees. Uh, no one's going to be giving up that membership because it's really the gateway to navigating one of these sort of prime uh, prime concerns that people have uh, these days, and that's inflation on food, everyday necessities. So in my view, a Costco membership is really a must. They didn't raise prices on the membership. I think that could be coming. It doesn't matter. I think people are going to hold on to that. It's a fun place to shop at. You never know what kind of goodies they're going to have around. And in terms of uh, savings on those staple purchases and things you need every day versus grocery stores and other retail outlets, uh, it doesn't get much better than that. So, And on top of that, I think Costco doesn't have these dollar headwinds. We're hearing about that a lot lately. McDonald's yesterday being the latest to cry about FX issues. Uh, its revenue 
is very domestic, uh, uh, domestically based. Uh, and really, how do you not love that very consistent dollar fifty hot dog and drink combo? Uh, that just restores faith that not all things go up in price in this world. And so that this is one of the names I really, really like here. Okay. All right. Case well made for both. Uh, but before we close it out, let's talk big picture and go to the options side of uh, uh, your approach to the market right here. Generally speaking, it seems like uh, you're looking at the bond market as maybe an entry point, but a very cautious one. Walk me through the strategy you're using when it comes to treasuries right now. Yeah, so I think, you know, uh, I'm looking at TLT, uh, so the long bond with covered calls on it. And so I think with this play, we can take advantage of a couple things. We've seen one of the worst bond performances uh, ever to date uh, so far this year. Um, uh, I know there are some good reasons for it, but I think the bond complex, and we saw what the UK uh, uh, Central Bank did this morning, I think that's a real vote of confidence that, look, central banks are actually there. That put is there somewhere. And I think the bond complex has really started to price in something close to peak rates. We know that a recession is, is within view, and, and that tends to be something that bonds are going are, are gonna to perform well in. So I like the safety. I like the, the, the yield pop we've gotten in the last month. Second, the vol on fixed income, right? We've seen fixed income as volatility as part of this larger quagmire uh, that's extending to stocks and currencies and just about everything around us. Fixed income has really absorbed more of that volatility than most areas. So I think that plays nicely into our, into our hands in the form of, you know, at the monies uh, for one month out that come to around, you know, just under 3%. So I think we can make this moderate call here that we can start chipping away at bonds, but just in case, add that little bit of cover call overlay to it uh, with the juicy premium that we're seeing at this point. All right, nice. Stock picks, bond plays, a perfect balance. Thanks, Hans. Thanks, Oliver. Have a good one. Hans Albrecht joining us from Horizon ETFs Management, Costco, Netflix, Covered Calls, and TLT.